Welcome to the I Am Mentally Tough podcast. Today, our guest is Martin Soris. He's the owner of Basketball Society and the co-owner of Holistic Hooper. Today, he will be talking to us about the importance of meditation. All right, welcome to the I Am Mentally Tough podcast. Today, we have Martin Soris. He is the founder of Basketball Society and the co-founder of Holistic Hooper. I'm so happy to have you on, Martin. I've been following you for quite some time, and I just love everything about your page. It's like it's a zen for me. Every time I scroll, I'm scrolling and I stop, I just like fall into some type of zen and just sit there, and it just makes me so relaxed. And I get that feeling just by looking at your page and what you posted that day. So I can only imagine what the athletes or the non-athletes that you work with, how they feel after a session with you or even talking to you. So today I want you to talk about who you are and just answer some questions about meditation because I think this is very, very important. I think this is an aspect in sports and athletic that people don't really grasp and don't really understand and don't take the time to understand. So I would like you to um, educate all of my listeners today about um, what you do and why it's important. So go ahead, I'll turn it over to you and let us know who you are. Uh, thank you so much. First of all, that was that. Thank you. I really appreciate that feedback and those comments. I've been following you as well. And I'm a, I'm a huge fan of just the kind of stuff that you do and that you put out there. So thank you. Um, yeah, I, I, uh, I, I, I guess to, to talk about myself, what I do, um, I started a basketball brand called Basketball Society about five, six years ago. I didn't start it to be a brand. I started it as a blog, as like a basketball blog. And I wasn't really sure what I was doing with it, but I just wanted to get into media and start doing my own stuff. So I was writing mostly at that time. Um, <clears throat> a couple of years in, a friend of mine um, who actually started Basketball Society with me, he convinced me to do basketball training. He was like, yo, there's other people out here training kids, making money, like we're qualified and we can, we can do that, <clears throat> excuse me. So we started doing that, got into the training. Couple years after that, um, I picked up the camera actually from work. I, I work separately, like a few part-time jobs doing like different things. I helped my dad out at the church. He's a pastor for 30 years. He just retired this year actually. Um, so I was helping him out with like media stuff and just little stuff like that and taking side gigs. But I the camera kind of came into my hands and then that became a new way for me to create content and build on my my basketball brand, basketball society that I was still building. Um, so at that point, I had a little media. I got a website. I'm doing some camera work. I'm working on my video stuff. I was very just self-taught and beginner at that time. Um, and then I was also training um, some kids, including like my little cousin and just kids in my area. I'm in I'm in New Jersey, Central New Jersey, and. Um, Last year, my, my friend Eric came to me and said that he, he does fascial stretch therapy, which he could talk way more in depth about, but he knows a lot about the body that I don't know. And one day he invited, well, actually I invited him to come to a camp I was doing in my area of Jersey, he's up in North Jersey. And he came through and brought his table out and he put me on that table and swung my leg around and said, breathe like this and put me down like this and held me down. And I was like, yo, like, like I've stretched before, but why does this feel like this? So I had so many questions for him. And a few weeks later, he was like, yo, bro, we should do something for hoopers. Cause he hooped, we were supposed to hoop in college together, but he ended up transferring. So it's kind of like a full circle moment. Um, but he wanted to do something for hoopers. He's like, man, you know, you're training, you're doing the media, like you got your stuff with basketball. Like I'm doing the stretching stuff. 
let's combine it and you know make a new platform. So that's how Holistic Hooper came about um, a little over a year ago. Last summer actually is when we started it. Um, and it's really just, <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a random and beautiful journey because, um, again, much like basketball society, we didn't, we, we started it knowing kind of what we wanted to do. Um, but we just let it take us there because I just started my meditation journey really last year, um, like heavily, like actually practicing. So we wanted to incorporate meditation, mindfulness, and what, Eric knows about the body and stretching and just use ourselves as students and vessels to push the narrative that this like these are some of the things that hoopers really should be doing because the the benefits and the the res, like it's it's ridiculous and it's free and it's like everything every time I keep learning new stuff it keeps blowing uh blowing my mind so that's uh in summary I guess that's what I what I what I'm doing and who I am <laughs> Yeah, awesome. So for this podcast, I want to I want you um, geared towards the holistic Hooper part of you know your your business. And so my first question to you is, what is meditation? What is meditation, and what are the benefits to athletes to meditate or incorporate meditation into their practice? So that was a two part question. What is meditation? Yeah, I think meditation is just like think spending time thinking. I feel like that's a simple way to really think about it. Anytime you take time to sit and think about your thoughts or think about something or consider something, I think that's a, that's a meditation. Um, so it could vary from all kinds of levels. You can sit and meditate for 30 minutes um, and learn what, the, what it takes to do that and find that stillness. But even if you're deciding whether you want to wash the dishes or do some more work, that's a quick little meditation right there. So I think that's a very simple way to kind of just realize and think about it because we all meditate. And then when I started really practicing, I, I realized like I was already meditating, like I was already doing this stuff, but now I'm getting to really sit with it and practice it. And the second part of your question, uh, athletes. Um, yeah, what's the benefit of meditating for athletes? For athletes, I, I of course try to stick to basketball players as most as best I can because that's the game that I can specifically speak to um, in terms of the effects, like playing the sport and how it affects that. I'm sure that a lot of things are pretty universal for all athletes and all people, honestly, anybody. Um, but I'll say I know all athletes need to be able to focus. You you have to be able to relax. You have to be able to make decisions quickly, especially in basketball. Um, athletes are challenged with doing, a, like are challenged with a lot of things, especially our young athletes right now. When you just think about daily challenges, you have to be able to have something that you can anchor to, whether it's like being pissed that you have to wake up early in the morning. Like I was not in like early morning practice in college. Like I was, I was, I was bad. Like my coach was on my door. Like, you know, <laughs> like, you know, I had, I every, we all have like the things that we struggle with from day to day, whether it's our schedule basketball wise or just confidence basketball wise or effort or just the need to work hard and improve our game. Like, and again, I, I obviously flock to basketball, but all athletes are trying to develop themselves and improve themselves. Okay. Yeah. So I, I'm only, I stick with basketball as well. And it's nice that you stick with basketball. So let's just narrow it down to basketball. How can meditation help basketball players? And, you know, we've seen a lot of basketball players lose their cool on the court or they can't get focused. Their mind is elsewhere. So tell us how, because 
more, a lot of my, a lot of our listeners are basketball players. So tell me how that meditation can help them in their sport. You know how we talk about slowing the game down? That's a real thing. A lot of players, the best players experience that. Even, even not the best, even just good players experience that. You don't just, I'm not, I'm not implying that you start meditating and then the game slows down, like literally, but, <laughs> but if you are a basketball player and you have ever had the experience like I did and like I still do as a hooper, where you, where, whether it's playing the passing lane or that little bit of time when the ball just leaves your hand and you know what's going in, like the knowing, if it, or uh, I mean, there's plenty of examples here in the game or when you make a move and you know, you just know certain things that you know or certain times when, again, things just kind of slow down for you, even when you're on the drive, when you're on the move and you just feel what the next pass is, like those little moments, that's when the game literally slows down. So if you want to learn how to actually like kind of master that and manipulate it, that's where meditation literally helps you because when you meditate, those little moments, you 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 observe them. Every single basketball player, I'm sure, and look, I'm, I'm not gonna downplay LeBron James, but people love to say that LeBron James has this crazy photographic memory and he remembers different plays and he and it is crazy, it is OD. Like I've seen him go crazy with breakdowns in like every play, but I believe that every single basketball player after a game watches the game back like it's a movie. Yeah. And everyone's is different, everyone's looks different. Some people remember, certain things more and, and other things or whatever but every player after a game is thinking back like about every shot they took every everything every, every moment right yeah. all every moment so you got to dig this like meditation when you do when you get to meditate and find some stillness that's a, a, going back to what i said that's meditation in itself but if you actually learn some some meditative practices through breath work and with whatever your practice is you can use that to actually improve whatever moment that you want to improve. Oh, I love and, and it doesn't just happen, obviously, but the meditation gets you to a place where you can observe it, uh, accept it, and then figure out like, okay, was that what I wanted to do? Or was that tough? Or was that, or do I need to go back and do this? Like then now, now there are follow-up steps. It's not like meditate and now I'm, now I'm Kobe. Yeah. You know, in between obviously, but the meditation, it can be the bridge between yeah where you're looking for that confidence and where you can be on the other side, like letting it all go. Yeah, letting it all, the perfect answer. Thank you so much. So we hear meditation a lot. What are some of the top myths that you hear about meditation? And that you, you'll hear someone say, and you're like, no, that's, that's not it. You have it all wrong. Like what are some of those top myths? That when you meditate, your mind has to be quiet and you don't think about anything. That's definitely a big one which I understand because I'm still, I was telling somebody the other day, like I'm a, you know, you ever, if you, if you watch like vampire shows and movies, you know how when you first become a vampire, you're like a baby. So like your bloodlust is crazy. You can't control it. And you, that's how I am with meditation. Like I'm just a year in, so I'm fresh off this. So I'm like literally on fire, like telling everybody like, yo bro, breathe through your nose. Like, yo bro, are you meditating? Like take 10 minutes. Cause, Cause it's like now, and I'm playing at men's league right now where I get to actually experiment on things. So now I'm really getting to like while out with something that I've been yeah. knowing I actually put into play because uh -huh. I haven't played in the league since like before the pandemic. But anyway, I'm getting to really put that stuff into practice. Um, 
Yeah, but, so I like what you said about how people think you, your mind has to be completely clear. And I think that's one of the reasons why a lot of athletes stop with the meditation pra practice because they feel, oh, I tried it once and I couldn't get my mind to be clear. It's it's dumb. It's something I don't want to do. I don't get it. I'm done and over with. So yeah, break that down and tell them for, and I want you to tell athletes about the entire meditation process that you don't have to have your mind clear. And if you find your mind wandering, it's okay to bring it back. So talk about that process. Yeah, like, I mean, your mind's not going to stop until you stop breathing, until you're gone, until you're, you're, until you die. Your mind is a computer. So the more, the more you start to get fascinated about how powerful your mind is, you're going to understand that, that even the ability to even, because I'm sure you and I both have the same ability now to meditate our way to where we can quiet our mind. It is possible. Yep. It seems so like, oh, it doesn't work. It doesn't work the first time. Well, you know, <laughs> some people don't, I don't know what it is, but that's, it's like, yo, try to try it again or try a different method. Right. Some try people this. don't like, develop a great jump shot the first time. You know, you try to crossover, you're not going to get it the first time. It's something you have to keep practicing. That's why you call it a meditation practice. You continue to practice on that skill. And I and still feel like though, I sis, I still feel like though, those people felt something. You, something was, you, you even if it was very faint, very subtle, but again, that I understand why that can be discouraging because it's like, ah, like I felt, but like, yo, like settle into it, yeah. just settle into it. You know, your mind is not going to stop unless you, unless you want it to, unless that's, that's how nice you want to get with it. If you want to get your, get really to that just even point right there, like that takes time and practice. But it, it, the, what I, what I do like about that myth though, and what I, what I say to people when they say that to me your mind is not even supposed to. First of all, the best part about it is that you can let it wander. You can let it go and observe everything. Exactly. Let it let it happen. And, and once you let go and then let it do that, when you let go and release, then somehow you start to find the center and the calm. Right. And right. when it gets real crazy, because it's like, dang, I wasn't even trying. I, I was just thinking about this. Yeah, like, what's the thing about that 20 seconds ago? Like, hold on, hold on. Like, it'd be like, who, like, hold on, yeah. not, you know, like it's crazy right. because once yeah. you let go and think about, let your thought, like whatever it is, whether it's sunglasses or Coca-Cola or whatever you're thinking, whatever is going through, like let it all roam, let it do that, let it roam. And then what also happens is suddenly you start to, it starts to minimize. The mind is, is crazy powerful. It starts to minimize into the things that you really want to think about or reflect on, or if you really get funky, you get into the things that you don't want, that you're blocking or repressing or trying not to think about and then those things come up and that's when things get extremely dangerous yeah. <laughs> so for you how has meditation changed your life how are you before meditation how are you now that you're practicing meditation how has it changed your life for the better um for the better like i, I mean it's cool because like i feel i mean the, the thing is what's true and what people have said and i feel like it's i'm really learning how true it is you become more of your actual self so um, it is kind of like a transformation, but it's also just like a revealing of like your, your true nature. Um, it's helped me sleep better for sure. Like I used to be bad at, so I would be up editing like all night type of things, like not taking my sleep seriously. When you meditate, you go into sleep, yeah. you're gonna get great sleep. Like to throw a stretch in there, you, you are out, like that's it. So it's definitely affected my sleeping in a great way. Uh, my attitude for sure, like, I mean, 
as a kid, I had an actual temper problem. Um, so, I mean, that's something that it's not like I've always been looking for a remedy for it, but it's, I, I remember as a kid feeling very angry at certain things with just things wouldn't go my way, like most kids do, but like, I would do things that really acted out just because I was like mad or had to temper. Yeah, yeah. Like realizing that and, you know, being able to have, and, and all of us get frustrated, challenged, you know, anxious. Like we all have anxiety. We all get little depressing moments. Like we, we all have it. So, um, yeah, for me, it's, it's, it's helped me just deal with, and I mean, I have, I've had more work, I've had more responsibility, I've had more things to do, and, and I have more goals, obviously, like, you yeah. know, so it's helped me stay, it, it's helped me um, just kind of prioritize what I'm, what I'm going after right. each day, and just be able to like settle into each day, and it has amplified my gratitude levels, which wow, has done yeah, I more that. than I can even have time to describe because the gratitude is on another level. Can you briefly discuss gratitude for my listeners? Um, I've heard some of my mentors and great teachers who I listen to often talk about gratitude as a science, um, you know, the quantum element of gratitude, and that is where it gets so profound. But um, uh how often do you practice gratitude? Do you wake up in the morning and journal your gratitude? Do you say them out loud to yourself? Do you definitely, say it in hard times? Definitely an internal gratitude. Um, definitely in hard times. That's something that can easily anchor you. Um, yeah. If we want to talk basketball, even during games, like during if I'm in a slump or something, like seeing how that's the kind of things I like testing. Let me see if let me see what I can do to get out of this slump. Is it is it a quick gratitude check? Is it an attitude check? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's definitely an internal, I think, ongoing gratitude for me when I wake up and as I go and as I'm just going from moment to moment, it's just like, wow, I really have this moment to continue. And it's yeah. like that yes. in itself yeah. is obviously it, you know, that, that can really just be it. But then it, it's like, you know, family, it's like breath, it's life. Yeah, it's like yeah. your exactly. Things just start piling up. And, right. it, yeah. just, and, and you can pick the smallest things, a laptop, cell phone, you know, house is big though, but, you know, oh. it's <laughs> just things to take for granted every single day, shoes on your, you know, feet, you know, yeah. a car, um, the house to live in and, you know, family, friends, just the small things that, we have to take into consideration and be thankful for like, wow, I, I'm, I'm busy here complaining about this, but I have more than probably someone else has and someone else probably want what I have. So it's that gratitude, like, okay, I need to be grateful of what I have, thankful for what I have. And if sometimes the gratitude is about other people, reach out to them and tell them, yeah. Hey, I'm thankful that you're in my life. I, I love you. And you're a big part of my life. And I'm just grateful for you. So I think that's really big mm -hmm. on gratitude. So thanks for sharing that. My next question is how can an athlete incorporate meditation into their routine, whether it's a morning routine, nighttime routine, pregame routine, in-game routine, how do you suggest they incorporate it into their lifestyle? I suggest to use stretching as your base for meditation. I highly suggest that and because proper stretching, a good 10 to 15 minutes of good, slow, really focusing on your movements and your breath stretching will count as a meditation and it will activate your, your, your true fascia and your body. So I, I, for athletes who want to be athletic and who need to be mobile and, and, and all that, you know, just the 
you know, the stuff that they just tell us to do, you know, and then you see everyone yeah. do the same couple things like, and dog. you see them doing it, and then they're not even really stretching. They're just doing it just to go through the movement. Girl, that ain't no stretch. Like, we do, we've all been bamboozled. This ain't, this ain't, what is this? We just, no honeys. <laughs> like, butt kicks. Like, yeah. you know, and it's like stuff that can warm you up, but I'm talking about, like, and I'm not, it doesn't have to be full on yoga. Look, you know, I'm, I'm talking, I'm on that black yoga wave right now, but it, yeah. it doesn't have to be all the way that if you don't want it yeah. to be. I'm find two or three good moves that, that activate your hips and activate your core. Two or three good moves that really get you in those positions that, mm-hmm. that you settle into and breathe down into. I'm talking about that for 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. I would suggest that as far as a pregame kind of, meditative routine another quick one i'll say is i'm big on the zazen practice so i the nasal breathing i'm learning so much about breathing through the nose and i highly suggest any player take and this is what i had a kid dm me one of the get this often a kid dm me their a video to post on our instagram recently and i said yo i'll post it but in exchange try this out for me and i gave him a nasal breathing exercise when you get five minutes just just hit that for me real quick. Just give, you know, it costs you nothing. I'm not asking you to do nothing illegal. Yeah. Like I'm just saying, I wrote it out for him. And this is, and this is the same thing that I gave him. You know, you take five minutes to slowly. And because we don't breathe enough and as much, yeah. to, this is, we don't you know, breathe the right way enough too. Like, oh, not, you know, they just right. get some, but I'm talking about that. So do you mind out. taking us through what you told him? Do you mind as, as a last question? I know we don't have enough time. Or sure. yes, take us through. I'm not sure you're going to take sure. us through the entire practice. And if you are going to take us through the entire practice, if you're driving and you're listening to this, um, be careful. You know, we don't want you operating machinery and trying to meditate at the same time or operating, you know, a car, anything that you're doing. Just, you know, be careful. Go ahead. Right. Yeah. So um, this is just going to be just some nasal breathing, just breathing through your nose. Um, Again, because we don't often do this, it might seem unnatural or difficult because you might just think like, so the, the, the only thing I'd like anyone listening or watching to try to do is keep your mouth closed and focus on slowly, the slow inhale, breathing in everything on your inhale, focusing on the cold air, and then on the slow exhale, focusing on the warm air that's coming out of your nose. All right, inhale the cold air and then exhale the warm, the warm air. All right, so just try to relax, sit straight, or just be in a relaxed position. Just relax, take a couple breaths, drop your shoulders in whatever position you're in. I just want you to drop your shoulders from wherever they are. Just drop them real quick. And then I just want you to practice closing your mouth and let's just take a couple natural breaths in through your nose and out through your nose naturally again focusing on the cold air coming in and the warm air going out you can have your eyes closed if um, again if you're not driving but i want you to be relaxed if your eyes are closed keep them relaxed you don't have to shut them all the way just keep them closed and soft and relaxed. Keep breathing in through your nose and out through your nose. And now we'll start 
want you to exhale all your air out through your mouth. Get all the air out all the way until you can't breathe anymore, all the way. All the way, I like to just blow and just get it all out, all out, get it all out. Then when you can't breathe anymore, take a big inhale in through your nose, slow, slow. Breathe it all in, focusing on the cold air. Get to the top and then slowly exhale out through your nose, slowly, focusing on the warm air. Falling down. Big inhale through your nose. Filling up your stomach. Getting to the top. And then exhaling through your nose. Slow, soft, focusing on the warm air, falling down into your shoulders. Inhale. And out through the nose, soft. Falling down, falling down. One more slow inhale in, breathe it all in. All the way to the top, hold it, hold it. And then slow and soft out through your nose. Coming back down. Coming back down. Thank you for joining me for that meditation. I appreciate it. So very good right now. Absolutely. You're just calm. Oh. Oh. I don't even want to get up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thanks. I'm very, new with the, I'm very new with my guidance. So I, I, I really appreciate that. Thank you. Very good. And as you know, the more practice you get, the better, but that, that felt really good. And I'm hoping that more athletes can take into consideration of applying meditation, mindfulness to their routines. It's, I think it's so important. I think, like you said, it slows things down for us and for busy people, business owners, and it's not only for athletes, it's business owners, you know, entrepreneurs, those who work corporate America, those who don't work corporate, it's for everybody. Yeah. Just to calm and slow things down because I feel like everybody's in a rush. Like I just feel like everybody's rushing nowadays. And in order to reach your peak level, you have to slow time down. You have to reflect on your thoughts. You have to journal. You have to gratitude. You know, just slow things down and look at things from a different perspective and just um again, just being grateful. So this was amazing. Martin. And it's free. It is free. It's There's free, free, yes. free guided it's, meditations all over yes. YouTube and everywhere yes. else. It costs free. less than the new LeBrons, less than the new Kyries, uh, less than the, you know, the, the, the new gear. It costs less, yeah. And, and, it, and it's beneficial for you. So Martin, where can my followers find you and follow you? And I suggest everybody follow him. Um, so you can get the same effect that I do when I scroll on Instagram and then just pause because it reminds me to pause and just you know do whatever practice that you're doing that day on 
your um, page or read the caption and just put you in a good space. So where can um, our listeners find you? Thank you so much. You can find me on Instagram. My personal page is martin.sories, S-O-A-R-I-E-S. And uh, you'll see all my other pages there in my bio, but you can also follow Holistic Cooper at holistic.cooper. And I so appreciate you for having me, sis, and yes, for the energy. And the absolutely. Thank you so Thank much. You so much Martin. For you. I appreciate it. And I'll see you on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. All right. Thank you so much. <laughs>